Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the deck. Hello and welcome to episode 208 of the Kaiju Cast, a podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is the second episode of July 2017, and a bonus episodes of sorts, because I'll be joined by Scott Zillner very soon. That's the man behind the upcoming Japan World Heroes Convention in Pasadena, California, from August 25th through the 27th. Now, I wanted to get Scott on the show because here on the Kaiju Cast, we talk a lot about these kinds of appearances that are happening around the country and the world. But while many of those are organized by and designed for what you might call um, pop culture at large, Japan World Heroes is all about Japan's pop culture and the heroes associated therein. So instead of telling you more about this amazing sounding show right now, let's dive right into the interview with Scott, which was conducted before I went to G-Fest, actually. And uh, we will do that right after we hear the Animetal version of Ultraman and Ultra 7's theme songs, respectively, from 1966 and from 1967, as is warranted by one of the amazing guests that will be appearing at Japan World Heroes. Joining me through the magics of the internet, we have Mr. Scott Zillner, who is organizing and curating the Japan World Heroes Convention happening at the end of August. Scott is a toy collector and a general Japanese awesomeness nerd, I think it's safe to say, right, man? I, I think I listed in my Instagram as a 
Uber Lord of toys, Uber Lord of robot toys. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, he collects some of the really awesome classic Shogun Warriors and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Anyway, Scott, welcome to the Kaiju Cast. Uh, thank you for having me on board. So I really want to talk about this Japan World Heroes Convention. I know it's happening at the end of August. I believe it's the 26th and the 27th. And if you buy the full weekend pass, you get to come in on Friday as well. So Ooh, it's a nice. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Very cool. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the basics of the show. What made you want to put on Japan World Heroes? Well, I've been uh, the organizer for Power Morphicon since 2008. Mm-hmm. And Power Morphicon is all Power Rangers. And that show's been going bi-yearly for a while now, but it's just Power Rangers. And despite the, the attendance that we grow and the amount of kids that come through, a lot of them still don't even realize that Power Rangers is a small sliver of Japanese live action television and movies. And I wanted to try to get that out to them more to go, look, you guys are, are just now into this world, but there's so much more of this world out there. Right. On. I, want, I wanted to do a show that was just dedicated to everything else that isn't Power Rangers, you know, so uh, Super Sentai, uh, Tokusatsu, Gamera, Godzilla, you know, Kaiju, Ultraman. Metal Heroes, all of that other stuff that you're just like, holy crap, you know, this is amazing. And that's the way I felt as a kid when I discovered uh, this world. Oh, and what a world it is. And you've really tapped into some really awesome stuff for this show. Uh, so it's a it's two day show, but technically there could be three days if you get the weekend pass, as you said. Yeah, I, I try to do a uh, like a, a three day event if, you know, you're going to get the whole thing. Mm hmm. And uh, that's, you know, you get the weekend pass. There's like a preview night on Friday, which is always the best night to meet people and talk to them and stuff, because that's the night that they have the most time uh, to speak to you, to, to sign autographs, to do, you know, all that stuff is the, the best time is Friday. Yeah, because generally Saturday, like least everybody rushes in and right. then they have limited time to talk to you. And then Sunday, it's a rush because now there's only a couple hours left and then they're going to go back to Japan. Right on. So let's talk about some of the people that you have at the show. I, I think the first announcements I saw were for Ben Furuya, who plays the original Ultraman, the guy in the suit. And subsequently in 1967's Ultra 7, he played one of the team members, Amagi, I believe, and Noboru Kaneko. Yeah, I, Noboru is Super Sentai Gal Ranger Red. And so that's kind of like my connection to get the Power Ranger people interested is like, look, Here's this guy that was he did the work for that. It's on Power Rangers. All the Japanese footage, uh, you know, there's there was another guy in that suit, and that's him. And he does the uh, to try to bring that in. Is like, look, here's something that's close. Here's a, here's the alternate world. This is Super Sentai. Come out here and check him out. Right on. Yeah, and he was also in Tokyo SOS. So there's yeah, another that, connection for your kaiju that's fans. My double punch yeah. with that guy. <laughs> I really like it if I can have a guest represent two of the of the subcultures. And so not only is he Super Sentai, which leads him to Power Rangers, he's also Kaiju in that he was in a Godzilla. So And you also have the Gamera suit actor from Gamera Three. Yeah, Hiromi Fuzawara has actually done everything. He is literally 
the premier suit guy from Japan. Uh, he's in the Red Action Club, uh, Japan Action Enterprise. Uh, he's basically the Red Ranger for almost everything since 89 up. Wow. Uh, he was Red Ranger Falcon. He was, you know, uh, then he was Wooer Soldiers. He was Red 5. He's Tyranno Ranger. He's done the red suit more than anybody. And then he did a lot of the robot suits. And then he also worked in Kamen Rider a bunch on Metal Heroes in the Ultraman Gaia, Ultraman Max. And then he also did the suit for Gamma 3. So he's got he's got the best pedigree of anybody in the business. Yeah, he has cast the wide net there. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he is the go-to guy for suit action. Uh, he is literally the master of being inside of a suit. That is fantastic. Uh, do you have any other like suit actors or actors, stunt actors at the show? Uh, we For stunt actors, we got uh, Michi Yamoto, who was an original actor in Japan. He was on the Japan stunt team. He's uh, was also mass writer here in the States. And then he runs his own stunt team called Fujiyama Ichiban here in, the, in uh, L.A. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. There's a tokusatsu style stunt team running around L.A. That's awesome. There is. He does a lot of uh, events in the Japanese uh, uh, areas here in Los Angeles and, and runs those events under Fujiyama Ichiban. And the the team of Fujiyama Ichiban will be making daily appearances at the show as well. That is great. Okay, so any other uh, actors I should know about in this mix? Yeah, another big actor that we have uh, is Rin Kiriyama. And Rin is the lead actor for Kamen Rider W. And so that gives you your Kamen Rider fans a reason to come out to the show. I really tried to build this show under legs. And I had four legs of the table uh, being my Japanese guests. And so I've got Kamen Rider. I've got Super Sentai. I've got uh, Kaiju with uh, Fuzawara. And then I have Ultraman as Ultraman. So that's my four legs of my table. <laughs> I can't wait to check out your table, man. That sounded innuendo-ish. Uh, but anyway... You also have a name on your list here, TJ Storm. Now, see, TJ Storm is American Kaiju. He is the mocap actor for the legendary Godzilla. So all of that legendary Godzilla movement that you see that it's all CGI, well, TJ was the guy behind the CGI. He was the actual physical person to move around and give that movement to bring life to that Godzilla. Scott, you have a ton of names on this list, uh, just as your your like media guests like this. I've never seen them in any shows. I think maybe two, only two or three of them I've seen come to the States before. I think it's amazing that we're getting so many more of these actors coming to conventions in America. And I, I'm really glad that you're branching out and doing something new with these guys, too. This is this is something that's been on my mind for for a while now to kind of make a sub show that's like, like I said, it's not Power Rangers. It's everything else. And like this is the, my real gift to the fans out there. It's like, look, nobody else is going to do this. Nobody else can really do this. Like they don't have the – there's a G-Fest in Chicago, and that's really Godzilla and Kaiju, uh, not so much Super Sentai or Kamen Rider or, or anything else. They're, they're really Godzilla fans out there. This show is everything. 
about um, about Japanese live action that you really want to know and you really want to see. So uh, I know you have some other guests. Do you want to talk about some of the artists that are going to be involved at the show? Yeah, I've got a, a good rounding of of artists, in American and Japanese. On the American side, I get Jeff Zorino and Matt Frank. Those are two of the American leading Godzilla artists for IDW. So whenever you pick up an IDW Godzilla comic, it's generally Jeff or Matt. Uh, both those guys are fantastic Godzilla artists. They do a wide range of monsters. Matt just can't stop drawing monsters even when he's not working on something. He's always doing something. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, Sonny Seki down at the bottom of the guest list, he's a, a Japanese-American here in the States. And uh, I bring him in as a Japanese cultural artist. Uh, he's a kid's book author and illustrator. And what he gives the, st- the books about are Japanese culture that they would grow up with in Japan and he's brought it over in America and translated the stories into English and given pictures to those books of mythology that you and I take for granted here, like, you know, uh, Lumberjack and the Blue Ox, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, that, or, uh, what's the guy with the apple seeds? Johnny, Johnny Appleseed, yeah. Johnny Appleseed. So these are those kind of stories that we don't know because we didn't grow up in Japan. But this guy puts them all in the books, and he's a really great artist and illustrator. And I always try to have him out at these kind of events. Oh, that is fantastic. And as you mentioned, Matt Frank, Jeff Zorno, uh, the the listeners to this podcast are very familiar with those guys. I've had both of them on the show before, and uh, we all love their stuff as well. Yeah. And then I brought in – I'm bringing in two Japanese artists, uh, Peach Momoko and Shintaro Kago. And they could be best – classified as like you know heavy metal artists that you would see in a book like heavy metal but in japan and uh they have a wide range of of artistic skills we just had peach momoko at my booth at anime expo as kind of like a teaser for japan world heroes and she's so fantastic of an artist and she's so quick and she gives you these beautiful watercolor illustrations and like minutes and it's amazing it's like that that takes me like hours to do something that good and and she just goes here you go thank you very much she's so (laughs) cute so talented kago is also just mind-blowing good artist uh out of japan they call him bizarre manga because he does these illustrations that are just you know a, a girl with her head exploding full of like dragons and stuff or cats it's just like crazy imagery and, you know, both of them will be there at the show with a translator so you can ask them questions, doing illustrations, have, you know, you can get commissions done that you would never be able to do otherwise. You know, you could maybe, you know, email them and get something sent in the mail, but this is your chance to meet them in person and get something drawn f- from them that you wouldn't do at a normal event. I'm still waiting for a couple other like local guests to confirm or deny appearances. I'm sure it will grow a little bit more as we get closer to the show. Uh, A couple more people will jump in. Do you want to talk about any of the vendors that are going to be at the show? You know, our our main sponsor vendor is Jungle. They have a shop down in Little Tokyo. Uh, They're very much dedicated to the the Japanese culture of toys. They will be there. Anime Link, uh, Animation Cells, and Godzilla's. He will be there. 
toy arena. We will have a good amount of vendors there with lots of great stuff. Super cool, man. And uh, I know you're going to have some programming, although it's not all nailed down yet, but I'm sure people could expect to do a lot of awesome things that weekend. So this is all taking place in Pasadena, California. And this is the, the same venue that Monster Palooza was, the, the Pasadena it's Convention It's in the Center? same venue. I th- we're in a different building. Oh, okay. You know, there's, there's multiple buildings there. And so what we're in is, is called the, uh, the lower level. And that's kind of where I've had the last couple of Robo Toy Fest shows at. And uh, what's good about that venue is that the, the screening room and the panel room. So we'll have, you know, movies and TV stuff going and then we'll have a, a panel room going are both all in the same room. So you don't have to, like, walk down a hallway and leave the event to go see something. You can easily just pop your head in see what's on the screening room, pop your head in, see what's in the panel room, and then come right back to the convention as easy as you can. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I think the big thing about the show is just the fact that we're doing a show dedicated to all this great stuff. And, you know, we need your support to come out and, and promote the show and and to make it really good to get to show these Japanese guests that, hey, there is a market for you out here. People want to see you. And please come back. And this is our way to prove it to them. Yeah, and it's also a great way to help spread the word in Japan that these kinds of events want those kinds of guests. Yes, if we can really show a positive response for like Rin Kiriyama and more common writers within want to come out. You know, big thing I hear at shows all the time is like, well, I really want to see a common writer. I really want to see a common writer. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I've done everything under my power to bring it out to you. So now you need to show up. You need to come out and and see these common writers in the flesh and see these actors so that we can do it again in two years. So the show would be every other year opposite of Power Morphicon. Awesome. No, that that's awesome. I've always wanted people to do more stuff that uh, that touches on the Tokusatsu thing. Like I love going down to Monster Palooza, but you know, monsters are a very broad category and kaiju are just a very small sliver of that category when you compare it to everything else that's happened in modern cinema and, you know, other narrative works. So for someone to actually come in and say, this is a this is basically an all tokusatsu convention, I think that's really amazing. And I'm, I'm very happy that you did this, sir. Well, you know, we're, we're working really hard on it. It's certainly not easy to manage this show and Power Morphicon coming up the next year and all the other events that are going on. But it's a, it's a labor of love. It's something I want to do for the people. I want to give the best event possible and people go there and go, that was amazing. I can't believe in one day I got to shake Camera's hand, Ultraman's hand, Common Rider's hand, Super Sentai hand all in one swoop. Like, you know, you can just do that in a day. Yeah, that's awesome. You're providing them with the full meal <laughs> of, yeah. uh, of all these genres. That's rad. So let's talk about the show. Like, do you have any special events or anything that you can talk about? You know, we'll, we'll definitely have programming. Uh, it's, it's a loose bunch. It's always really loose until we get right up to the show and we can nail everything down. The real thing about programming is each of the main guests will have a panel and that will be something to hear them talk about their life and adventures. Uh, Fuzawara, I mean, we may have to do a panel each day because he's done so much to maybe only have him talk about pieces of it each day because it's like we can't cover everything he's done in one panel. That's just not possible. 
I believe it. Some of these guys, like you said, their pedigree is really just incredible. Yeah, it's really important that uh, everybody kind of realizes that this isn't just, you know, we're picking up some guy from Montana that used to be on a show when we were kids. These are all professional, continuously acting uh, actors and stunt guys in Japan. And uh, in one case, we had to get permission to get them out here. Like uh, the company, the main parent company was going to use him to for for stunts and stuff and we're like well we'd like to use him for the show and they're like well we don't know and they're like well this is the same guy that does power morphicon and then they said oh okay that's scott okay no problem you can have him then oh that's so. awesome you've got clout man <laughs> uh yeah i've it's funny i have more clout with the companies in japan than i do in the united states <laughs> but uh they were definitely like okay you know this is something that can definitely help our brand having him out in America and let's let him go out here and do it. So. All right. Well, I really hope all the listeners get out there, especially if you're in the California area and that's a big area. So if you're listening to this podcast and you live in California, you really have no excuses. I mean, why not extend it to Nevada and Oregon where I am? So, well, I mean, (laughs) people are flying in because this is, these are people that you could only, see in Japan if you went to Japan and had a way to meet them. And that's not always possible. This is the way to meet them. Oh, yeah. I was just just preparing to lambast the fans that are in the area if they don't go. I mean, they need to go. They need to support this, obviously. I mean, I can't wait to... I haven't seen Ben Furuya in a long time, so I can't wait to see him again. That dude is a card, and he is, like, so smooth with the ladies. It's hilariously good. Yeah, they were like calling him Pimp Ultraman because he's he changes his outfits during the day. Like, you know, just go to his hotel room, come back in a new garb just so he can look even better than he did 15 minutes ago. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, right on. So like we said, it is at the end of August. I have got this spiel worked down. All I've right. Been doing it all weekend. So Japan World Heroes, Pasadena Convention Center. JapanWorldHeroes.com. Tickets are through Grotex, or you can get stuff at the door. It's it's 25th, 6th, and 7th. It's all weekend. If you get the full weekend pass, if you just want a Saturday pass or just a Sunday pass, we sell those, but we don't sell Friday. The only way to get Friday is to get the full weekend pass, and it's cheaper than buying Saturday and Sunday. All right, guys. Get out there. Follow those links. There will be links in the show notes to all of this stuff for your ease of clicking. Scott, thank you so much for being on the show, man. No problem. I'm glad to uh, get out there and expand people's knowledge and hope to see everybody at Japan World Heroes. Yeah, man. We'll have to touch base at the show. 